Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you talking to me? Yes. Yes. Welcome to this week's episode of Are You Talking to Me? A Game of Thrones podcast. My name's Ben Vernell. I'm one of the two hosts. There's another host, though, and why doesn't him introduce himself? It's me, the Watcher on the Wall. <laughs> oh, God. Adam. It's you. I'm it's Adam. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Good stuff. It's, uh, yeah, we're up to... I, is this like, this is the most expensive looking Game of Thrones episode so far, right? Or probably, maybe... Yeah, because they cut a lot of corners in the Battle of um, Blackwater. Ba- yeah. Bla- Blackwater. And then what was the ending of season three? Or the, like, sort of towards the ending type? E- was that not... Ooh, fuck, I don't know. Someone get killed? Joffrey was the start of this season, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what happened towards the end of season three. It would have been, like... Was it uh, the one where John John ran away from the... Wildlings or something? Uh, maybe. Yeah, and like, Jamie and, oh, maybe Brienne fought that bear. Oh, yeah, okay. Tormund fucked a bear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he did. He totally did, and it really happened. <laughs> it's the weirdest lie to make up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if in him his particular wildling clan, it's like something where bears are seen as this sexy animal. <laughs> I think it's just meant to prove he's really strong, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's I think weird. if you if you're really truly tough, you're able mm. to avoid a bear fucking you. Yes, totally. So Leonardo DiCaprio, not tough. That Leonardo DiCaprio, one of Hollywood's most famous wimps. <laughs> a real weakling. A real bear fucker. <laughs> um but yeah, this uh, it's like this is a kind of a different episode from all the ones that have come so far. Mm, yeah, totally. It's one location and one giant action set piece. Yeah, it's just a fucking like band of brothers mm. episode. It's just yeah. one military operation happening. I guess. I mean, I know. Yeah, you you'd maybe assume oh, it's a big battle, so it would cost a lot. But it's one location. True, but there's a lot of like effects shots, but maybe not. It, it might I might be overestimating it. They just tend to well, avoid yeah. putting like the wall or the dog or any of that stuff in shots mm. if they can. Mm, that's true. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, there's a lot of the the giant scythe thing, and there's yeah. a lot of effects shots. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that would be expensive. And <laughs> the um. And looking up like a, a sort of recap thing to go by to do this episode. Mm. If you just Google Game of Thrones season four episode nine, the description that shows up on Google is Jon Snow and the Night's Watch face a big challenge. <laughs> That's great. It's like a Charlie Brown episode or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, they yeah, do I certainly guess... face face a big challenge. Oh, it's descriptive. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess should we just go through? I, I feel like this one might be over quickly because, like, some not, some cool action stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, you know, it's nothing really moves forward at, yeah, what's at the, the end of this episode as well. John's even like, well, that'll happen again. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That was just stage one of, yeah. But, like, there's not much to analyze in, like when it comes to, like, well, that guy shot that. Uh, random guy and that other guy hit that guy in the head like <laughs> yeah but I don't know let's go through it scene by scene and see if anything jumps out at us cool 
Uh, do you want to go through this one or should I? Uh, why don't we both take it in turns? <laughs> All right, you first. Okay, so it starts with Jon uh, Snow, um, the son of Ned Stark, bastard son, and Sam, better known as Samwell. There'll be uh, enough to talk about in this episode. <laughs> we don't need to pat it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jon and Sam are on top of the wall. They, um, they know that the wildlings are on the way. And um, Sam basically is asking John, like, hey, when you um, popped your cherry, what'd that feel like? Yeah. And he's trying to be like, tell me about it, like, emotionally. But you know what he mm. means. Oh, I mean, he, 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 he seems to persist with, like, what, but what does it feel like? Yeah. And then John starts lying and he's like, oh, well, the main thing is that it feels like you're not even one person anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> describe how it felt on your dick, John. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like you had m- multiple dicks or some weird, po- <laughs> it felt weird like we poetic both thing. Yeah, it, it, the <laughs> naivety of Sam and, like, John straight away is like, oh, you mean, like, you wouldn't with Gilly if she asked? Mm. But, you know, it, they're, well, they're well, both young John- children. John's like, surely you've done it with Gilly, I think. And Sam's like, no, no, I would never. She's just, she was just preggers, remember? Yeah, I don't know why he keeps lying to people in this episode about not. I mean, I guess it's because of the oath thing, but also because he's a coward. A yeah, number, like to to John and to uh, Maester Eamon later on, mm. Mm. he just goes like, no, I think she's a bag of shit. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, purely platonic. She she ha- tried to woo me, but I said no because I'm a good, I'm such a good Night's Watch boy. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he'd totally um, being a little bitch. Uh, but yeah, Sam uh, he jumps in the uh, the lift. And he heads down, but uh, before he does, a little owl, little owl lands atop the wall. It has a bit of a hoot, um, and it turns out that's one of the the wildling boys' warg animals, and it's having yeah. a spy. He's having a one of them wide eyed freakouts. Mm. A classic uh, K hole. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah, those those guys are all sitting. Like later on in the episode, you you see like they've got this camp and this fire set up just over the small hill right near the mm. castle. The fact mm. that the Night's Watch haven't been able to pick up that they're within spitting distance is crazy. Yeah, that's true because it's like they couldn't have all run up there during nighttime. <laughs> like why did they lit a fucking fire? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That is true. There's a fire. Someone's standing on that wall going like, huh, that unrelated forest fire in a very small area is happening again. Well, not yeah. going to think about that anymore. I mean, John and Sam are up there and they're not the brightest bulbs. True. But yeah, they are. Yeah. They're, they're both like, I mean, John is like street smart, I guess, but sort of not mm. anyway. Yeah, yeah. And Samuel's kind of book smart, but sort of not. They're both mm. just a pair of dummies, and it's like they, yeah. this This first bit reinforces how naive and young they are, I guess, still. Yeah, yeah totally, yes. Yeah, you're right. And, and yeah, c- contrasting significantly with, yeah, Tormund boasting about fucking a bear. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, well, I can't really describe emotionally what it was like to Yeah, I'm not a poet, with- but I'm doing my best. I mean, I wish I could do it, but I just can't. And you'll find out one day, though, Sam. I fucked a bear. (laughs) (laughs) I fucked a bear, and the bear actually liked it, and now it's my friend bear. Yeah. The bear was rough up top and soft down below or something like that. (laughs) God. Good Lord. Like, we get it. The bear had had some kind of hole torment. We assumed it wasn't a, (laughs) a rock bear. It's but then of- Egret straight away, for whatever reason, is like, you keep telling this lie <laughs> yeah, about yeah. fucking this bear. And you know what? I don't care about how many bears you fucked. I'm going to go kill some crows. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's making arrows, sharpening arrows, because um, she just wants to sit there for a while and, and make as many arrows as she can, because then she can kill even more crows. One arrow mean equals one kill. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Unless that's... you do a skew, like a shish kebab situation where you get a couple of people on the same arrow. No, only one of them dies in that situation. Oh, really? Yeah, the other one goes, oh, I picked the wrong day to quit drinking. 
Ah, uh, yes. Or something. I guess it's smoking, not drinking. <laughs> when they say that in movies. I picked the wrong day to quit wearing my arrow armor. Mm, that's what it would be, yeah. But uh, that real tall, bald guy, one of the mm-hmm. uh, one of the fens. Yes. He starts giving Egret some shit, being like, oh, you say you're going to kill the crows? Well, you and that one crow had a real hubba hubba thing going on, and I mm. reckon you're going to fuck it up or not want to kill him. And then she kind of sticks up for herself in another one of these we're all tough wildling scenes. I don't know. Yes. I wasn't I wasn't digging it this bit, honestly. No, but uh, no, like it's it's it was just set up. It's just part of setup for this uh this battle that's going to happen and like honestly, yeah, like it's just reiterating the stuff that we already know. She yeah. secretly loves him but is conflicted and she shows that by just saying she wants to kill him even more. Like that's happened a couple of times. Totally. The whole Egret John thing, I've not been really into in this kind of rewatch of Game of Thrones. Uh yeah. I think I I mean I don't dislike it this time through, but I don't I remember liking it the first time through. Um uh, yeah, I, meh. it was it was medium first time and it's gone down to low for me, so we've each gone mm. down a rank. Yes, yeah. Um and like I still think she's a good actor, and it's not—I don't know—I I can't place why I don't like it as much. Maybe it's just that I know it ends. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, like it's, hard, it is, it's hard to invest in it. I, the the character is just so flat for me as well. Her whole thing is like. Right. I'm tough, but then Jon Snow came along and I liked him. But now I'm <laughs> tough again. And, yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. Uh, she's one of the shallower characters on the show, I reckon. Anyway, they make some fun of her ginger minge. And yep. then um, <laughs> that's really it. They're like, okay, we're not going to fight, though, because, you know, <laughs> I don't know who, whose accent this was. <laughs> that's Pirate Jim. Yeah. Look, I may only have one leg. But you learn a thing or two about balance when you've got one leg, and we need to have balance between both of your opinions here. Yeah, yes, yeah, and a balanced diet. <laughs> so, uh, and- Sam, Sam over back in uh, Thingo, uh, back in the Castle, Castle Black. Black. Yep. John's told him to like go to sleep, Sam. But Sam's fucked off to the library to read scary stories about yes. uh, what the wildlings do to their enemies. And yeah, why do you st- think he did that? Huh? Why do you think he did that? He's a scaredy boy. He's a oh. little, little shivery, cowardly, cowardly cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> Mr. Maester Eamon comes in and he's like, "You're wasting candles." <laughs> I don't remember him doing that, but that's good. <laughs> he, I remember him saying like, <laughs> uh, he he guesses who it is, and Sam's like, "How did you know it was me?" And he's like. A, you made a hell of a noise when you were walking down the hallway. B, mm-hmm. you're the only person here who would be wasting candles in the middle of the night. What are you reading anyway? And Sam tells him, he's like, ah, oh, you're afraid uh, Gilly's going to get hung, drawn, and courted. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, fuck off, that dirtbag. I hate her. I hope she does get hung, drawn, and courted. I hope she gets eight, eighthed. Uh, this isn't my hanging, drawing, and quartering book. I was reading that to make sure it happens. I am really exaggerating how much <laughs> I do not like her. But yeah, they have a nice little, a nice little chat there. And uh, Maester mm. Elman, Maester Eamon, I mean, tells him about a time he was in love back when he was uh, the future king to be. Yeah, or not even in love, but like he, he liked this girl. Yeah, he liked someone. And it's quite sweet, him saying, like, ah, oh, I can see her right now <laughs> with a fat face and a little tidy beard. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts smooching Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop wasting this candle. I'm going to blow it out. <laughs> but then Sam sort of walks off like, ah, oh, well, that's a shame, but I guess I can appreciate the love that I had. And then bang, bang, bang on the gate. Gilly's there. She survived. Right. Oh, yeah. Just before this as well, when like when they're down at the little camp with all the wildlings, mm. you see like a hooded, cloaked figure of Gilly holding the baby walk along the top of the ridge, and they all miss her. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like 
the most ridiculous little thing because she kind of sees me and goes, oh, fuck, and turns around. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah ends, up at, ends up at the gates and Pip being mm. an idiot like, no, I can't let her in. <laughs> yeah. You might be a wildling army. And then, <laughs> I don't know how many babies are in there. <laughs> then yes. uh, Sam convinces him to open the gate by saying fuck once. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, I've never heard you swear before. And then Sam goes, yeah, well, you better get used to it. You absolute <laughs> cunt. <laughs> it's the weirdest lie. Like, I've decided I'm a swearing guy now. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bad boy. I'm a really bad boy. Fuck. I've learned the power of love, you dick. <laughs> you absolute tosser. <laughs> you wanko. I'm still learning some of them. Yeah, I, I, I read the first half of it in a book, but I didn't get the second half. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she's Gilly's back. She's made her way up from Molestown with the mm. baby, and uh, Sam brings her in all safe. Yeah, but, he puts uh, her in a little room, I think, at this point, and is like, "Oh no!" He 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 says, "Like wherever you are, I will be." Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I'm not going to leave you again. You and the baby. You're under my protection. And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, great, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the protection is going to be needed soon because uh, the there's a couple of blows from the big um, enemies approaching Horn. Oh yes. And uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah he does take her into um, that little cupboard. Or the little pantry, yeah, little, little little pantry hole, yeah. Uh, and what? Yeah, no, that there's like a little bit in between where, um, on top of the wall, John is like looking at all of the uh, big wall of fire that they've lit there for some reason. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Mance, I think, said at some point like, you know, we're gonna light the biggest fire the world has ever seen, or something yeah. like that. Uh, it seems yeah. like a f- f- pretty weird thing to do as well because like that's where you're standing yeah totally like you, now you're trapped between the fire and the wall i like it's intimidating i guess to be like whoa they're so crazy that they lit their own selves on fire yeah and like we all know that fire doesn't spread so it must represent exactly the amount of people they have <laughs> like it's a really weird intimidation tactic yeah it looks you know effective though um, True, and part of it is that the the war gal is up there looking for the fire as well, sees it, and then uh, the guy who's flipping out with his white eyes back down in the camp is like, "Hey, they're here. Let's go as well." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true because they're like the scouting group. Like they're ahead of the giant army. Yeah, or they're like on the other side for the pincer movement. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Because they've been fucking up all the all the towns on that side. Yes, yes, true. Uh. So yeah, John and John and Sir Alice are standing on top of the wall. And Sir Alice is like, "Well, that clearly good advice to block up the tunnel was right." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. He cops to it. He's like, well, "I guess I let my pride get in the way." He, I like half cops to it, but he's like, "Well, I still had the hard job of making the tough decisions wrong." And sure, it, that's true. Yeah. If I didn't doubt, if I doubted myself for even a second, then every little twap with a clever mouth is dead. Yeah. I but mean, like, sure. If I had listened to you that one time, we'd probably all be safe. But uh, anyway, it's the principle. It's so like whenever people like him as well go like you and your clever little mouth, like that's a good thing for your mouth to be clever. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You're ob- very observ- observative and um, quick-witted and, yes, nitpicky, but in the end, correct brain really had, like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's much worse than my headstrong selfishness. <laughs> yes. And sure, being having a strong head can get you through a brick wall if you hit it hard enough a few times, <laughs> but eventually it does give you brain damage. I was able to fight off that bear... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't realise I was meant to make love to it. <laughs> they have a little bit of a conversation up there, though, yeah, with all, all that stuff. And then uh, Alice starts saying, like, all right, everyone, get ready to shoot your arrows. But, yeah, yes. then Sam has taken Gilly into the little uh, the little cupboard. Gilly's like, you're leaving. You just promised you wouldn't. And he's like, you mm. literal dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> of course I didn't mean that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like going to the toilet with you and everything. Like, jeez. Yeah. I'm not going to wear you like a backpack. We're going we're gonna to be <laughs> slightly far apart sometimes. Yeah. We're in the same town. <laughs> but then uh, he gives her a big old smooch and promises mm. them they won't die. He started saying the word fuck and kissing girls. Dude. He's, he's turned 13. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to start playing rap music out of his phone on the bus. <laughs> yes. And it's going to be fucking awesome when he does. There were these kids on the train the other day. <laughs> I think I told you about these guys. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Two little 13-year-olds who've just decided, like, oh, finally, we're adults. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sitting on this train, like, going, Hello. To, and their voices were so high. Hello mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to people. And then when they wouldn't respond, they're like, oh, why is everyone on this train so antisocial? It's like, because you don't understand what taxes are yet. That's why I'm antisocial. <laughs> but, um, and didn't you say like there was a big fat one and then a little skinny one as a sidekick? Yeah, yeah. Big fat main <laughs> one and then little skinny uh, second one. That's, that's a classic cartoon duo. It was great. They that Whatever heist, they just bumbled. <laughs> <laughs> but they were uh, talking and... Um, Oh, what were some of the things that the, the like big main guy? I remember him saying, This is a 13 year old kid with a high mm. voice. And mm. like everyone was like, Why are these kids on the train at 9 30 p.m.? That's too late yeah. for this age of child. He yep. was like, Yeah, feed me and fuck me. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I remember him saying that. It's like, <laughs> you've only been eating solid foods for like 10 years, <laughs> let alone the other half of that. And uh, oh, there were some other things. I'm going to try and remember them. But man, it was, uh, I don't know, man. The kids, the kids aren't all right. No, no. They all, the, every, it seems like every, year by year, they get more weirder and like less respectful the younger they are. Yeah. It's fucked. At some point, a baby's just going to come out flipping everybody off. <laughs> and that's going to be Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the prophecies come true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Sam and Gilly, they've had a smooch, and Sam kind of runs off a little more confident, I guess, just because mm. he Gilly has survived, and that's reinvigorated him a little bit, and he's just... He does explain it to Pip in a minute, going like... yeah. yeah. I killed that wildling because, you know, I wasn't me. I lost all sense of self and kind of it's easy to be brave when you're not afraid of, you know, anything happening to you because you don't exist or whatever he says, mm. some bullshit. Yeah, basically that, like in the moment you forget who you are and you act on instinct, I think is what he was trying to say. But yeah. even in a purposefully scripted show, did not say it as concisely as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but then he, he, I, I found the, the, the end of that scene where he says, but I'm not nothing anymore, like, kind of confuse, like, kind of confusing. Because, like, I, he seems yeah. very confident, but he's also going like, yeah, I am afraid because I'm not nothing anymore. Totally. He contradicts like, himself. Yeah. And it does make sense that he mm. now feels responsible for Gilly and this baby. Mm. But also, like, Sam, you just said the opposite. <laughs> yeah, he could have driven the, the point home by being like... There's uh, more more important things in my life than me now, or something like that. Like, yeah, that's exactly. what he means, I think. It definitely is. But, like, Pip is asking for, like, how do I not be scared? And he's like, get yourself a wife and kid, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't help. Yeah. Hey, fuck me and feed me. Am I right? <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I wish I could remember the other things he said. You, you tell us about this next bit, because I'm going to try and remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Egret spying on the on the wall, and they they head off towards it. Um, Egret's like having doubts, I think, because maybe because she doesn't want to kill John, but yeah, I, I, it must be that. Like she's she's into having a battle. Um, but the the wildling army comes out of the woods, and like the giants are there. There's fucking mammoths, and this yeah. is basically like the Lord of the Rings. Here comes the bad guys, sort of moment. Totally, that giant is riding a mammoth, and then the mammoth just roars like a lion. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, that really threw me. I never really pictured a mammoth sounding like that. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what I think. Just angry, I guess. Yeah, I guess Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hi, everyone. <laughs> my, my little squirrel Deb- friend can't Deb- find his nut. <laughs> Deborah. I remembered what the other guy, what the what the fat main one said to. <laughs> yes. Um, he said that he met the rapper 360 once, and then he tried to convince that's his friend right. that Eminem was dead. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eminem's dead, man. It's just like they've got a double now. They've no, got it's a double. true. It's true. He kept saying, like, no, it's true. Look it up. And the kid looked it up, and he's like, "That's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't pull off that kind of early teenage bullshit that we used to do because you can just fucking Google it now. Yeah, it's it's Ugh. the the age of the teenage bullshitter is long over. Well, mm. apparently not though, because like they will just say Google's wrong, and I guess kids are young enough to. Anyway, sure. this story is about me spying on children. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so this is like, yeah, the, the enemy army uh, approaches, the archers on the wall draw their arrows, all that shit, all that classic battle shit. And they like fuck up the, the knocking of it or something and Alistair yells oh, at yeah. them and yeah. they all just, everyone seems overwhelmed and nervous really. Like they've got yes. one, that massive 100,000 person army or whatever it is coming from the north, from the south there's these other people storming the castle in a second. And mm, they mm. all seem like they're rolling those barrels around yep. um, to kind of launch at anyone who gets close to the wall. And they yep. keep like dropping them and they flopping down. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What's his name? Drops one. And he's like, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, it's lucky this is just an empty barrel that won't <laughs> come back to bite us later on. Mm. And uh, yeah, they, they hear the other horn. And Alice yep. is like, ah, fuck. All right, I'm going downstairs. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go and fight because they're right there and they're going to fight us. The clearly terrified and incapable Janos Slint, you're in control. Ugh, God, this guy, this guy who looks like a, a, he'd be like a, a, an accountant who would embezzle money or something. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I don't know, he just looks like, like a prison snitch. Yeah, totally, yeah. Like a absolutely. high-level prison snitch. Yeah, a real snitch bitch. And he, uh, <laughs> like, very quickly, uh, upon being given command of the wall, it's like, mammoths aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> That's or, like, right. giants. They're just, gi- giants are a children's story. It's like, motherfucker, you are looking at one. Yeah, you. it's not just a perspective thing, you know. Like, it is, that guy is big. He's yeah. bigger than the rest. But uh, before that, Tormund and uh, the big tall bald guy and all of them are attacking. Egret's mm-hmm. being a sniper. Oh, yes. Uh, Pip and Sam are, like, Sam's reloading crossbows and Pip is firing them at them, but doing a terrible job. Yeah, and he misses, like, four people. Totally. And they just very easily get over that wall. <laughs> they're just, <laughs> yeah. they're in so quickly. They throw up hooks and shit. They're like, we're, we, that was easier than walking up a hill. <laughs> Totally. And Tormund, I think, is right there. Like, he jumps on, and it's like, oh, Sam and Pip, you better run away, because he's a fighter man, and he's a he's a main enough character that he could kill you, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, shit, we're both B-level <laughs> characters here. we got to run. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a coin flip. But um, then C-level Alice of Thorn gets there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. down to the bottom of the elevator, and, like, it's doing pretty good at being a commander guy. Absolutely. From from the start, even with that conversation with John, he at yeah. least gets across like I'm a professional soldier and I understand probably how to win battles. So I'm going to do that. All right. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I was drinking water. Um, how dare? Actually, you? I'm not going to apologise for that. <laughs> I need to do it. My body is an engine, and this is my fuel. Um, he. <laughs> Is like, yeah, not good at the politics in between battles, mm. but clearly mm. is in this position because of his prowess as a fighter, because he's yes. fighting pretty well, he's given big speeches, he's given decent commands and stuff like that, he's doing okay. Yeah. But uh, the the giants and stuff, like up the top of the wall, yeah, as we were saying, Janos Lynn, absolutely doing terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Just- bumbling and bumbling and just freaking out. I, I, was, I was in charge of the king's guard. I mean, I can't be here. And then um, yeah, true. He he's like, this is a bunch of bloody rapers and thieves. What what ch- chance do we have? We're gonna die. Everyone should freak out like I am. Like just yeah. such a bad leader. <laughs> and everyone's like, is that an order? What are we? <laughs> yeah. But uh, he 
is um, pretty quickly dealt with by a clever little bit of subterfuge mm. from that guy. Little trick. Is his name Gren? Yes. He uh, like taps him on the shoulder. He's like, hey, your mum called. You got to go home. <laughs> yeah. You got to go home. Mum called and uh, I get your share of the lollies. So you got to go. <laughs> Sorry, motherfucker. But, uh, you know, your mum goes, hey, tell her. Thanks for feeding me and fucking me before. <laughs> that was the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the adult's version of Rove's <laughs> catchphrase. <laughs> Fuck me, feed me. That's the dream. All right. Here's uh, Thirsty Merc. Oh, yes. It is summertime, almost. So yeah, Janice- he, he's, he happily go- leaves, right? Totally. Like, he wanted like, to go. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and John, everyone kind of looks at him as the default new mm-hmm. commander. Mm-hmm. Which he is. Absolutely. And so they all kind of line up again. John starts yelling. And then I think it's here where the dude gets shot with the spear-sized arrow. Yeah, that was that was cool. It's a nice yep. little tracking shot. Or like not, maybe it wasn't, but it felt like it was because it, it sort of connected. It cuts directly to where he lands, I think. Yeah, yeah. Down, down below, like in the middle of the... It, it's a nice way of having the two battles be clear that like, oh, no, this is the same battle. Absolutely, yeah. Geographically, it's it's like a little Spielbergism. It just it's a smart yeah. way of connecting the two, the two scenes and explaining what's going on. Uh, and yeah, just uh, the the first guy, <laughs> very uh, hopeful, the regular wildling who shoots the arrow at the wall, and it just doesn't <laughs> yeah. even make the distance. And yeah. unless that's the first time he'd ever shot an arrow, I don't know what he was thinking would happen. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's like, I guess I've got to do this to show. How big the giant is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, I've never fired a bow before. They just call me the uh, the context man. That's all <laughs> yeah. I really do. I run near the really weak people and hit someone with a sword to make them look scared. So would later on mm. when they redeem themselves, it's like, oh, good for them. But yeah, um, yep. yeah mainly it's just me falling off of large cliffs to give you a sense <laughs> of the scale. <laughs> it's the highest paid extra in the business. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, there's just some fighting going on from here, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Um, there's, yeah, it just kind of spreads throughout the... Like, it basically is showing, like, they're kind of getting overwhelmed. Like, yeah. let's be honest, they've got giants and mammoths and battering rams and fucking spear-sized arrows, and they've done a successful pincer movement. Mm. They're, uh, the wildlings are pretty much winning, I'd say. Yeah. Janos runs and hides in that little cupboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, so during this, Pip ends up dying. You yeah. don't see it for a while, but Gren ends up dying. Uh, yeah. Th- like a number of um, Night's Watch people. And th- we know that there's 102 of them there. Mm. Yes. And a, a, yeah, a lot true. of them seem to die. It, yeah, like half. <laughs> yeah. Like, possibly more. There's a few bits where they like they f- they fuck up the the sort of big oil drums and one of them blows up on the top and then some of them blow up the elephant Ooh, down yeah. below. But it's yeah, all just sort right. of that back and forthy kind of nothing really goes anywhere. It's like oh here's a danger. Oh we got away with it. Or maybe this will be the danger. Oh no, the hammer's in his head. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all well done. It's nicely filmed. Like there's that big long shot of the kind of loop of the castle mm-hmm. showing where everyone's fighting, and that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I liked the the big scythe thing. I thought yep. that was fun. That was great. Uh, those guys like kind of leaning over the front of the wall to uh, uh, yeah. shoot down was like I do not like heights. And oh yeah, that oh, yeah. was quite it's, high. I, I I liked how the first time, like when that's revealed, you're like, oh, that's really clever. Because, like, yeah, of course, they should be able to shoot straight down the wall. That's good defense. And then later on, when one guy who's holding the rope gets killed and the other guy who's on the rope falls to his death, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that would happen. I Unless think they'd have all, just yeah. tied the rope off. I was thinking that, Look, like, once you've, once you've let them down enough, then you don't need any more slack on the rope at any point. Look, yes, but also that was fun. To see, to see them, to see them fuck it up. Yeah, actually, I've never, I've never held a rope before. I'm just kind of a context rope guy, so like I meant to. Anyway, I'm just but, here uh, to show what would happen if you don't tie it. <laughs> Pip 
what happens to him? He gets shot through the neck by um by Egret. Uh, by Egret. Mm. Who's yeah, doing do, doing some pretty good sharpshooting. Very quick on that bow. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. She's killing it. Li- she's literally killing it. Ollie, the little kid who they rescued, um he's like manning the lift, the elevator. Yeah. He's a lobby boy. Um <laughs> And at one point, he's freaked out, and I think it's Sam, right, who's like, come on, little buddy, fight back. Yeah. Uh, John sends some people down, including Gren, to stop the giant from getting through the tunnel. Yes. Sam is an absolute dumbass and runs across this field with his crossbow and a bolt, one in each hand. Yeah. Only when someone starts charging him, he's just like, this is the perfect time to load the crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Do it beforehand, Sam. Oh, God, Sam, um, you idiot. Tormund gets, uh, oh, fucks up Alice of Thorn, who yep. gets kind of dragged off the battlefield, fate unknown. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, just some, some shit happens. I mean, I, I, I don't really have any problem with any of the action, but also it's not, you know, it, it is an action sequence. Nothing mm. beyond... A pretty standard kind of fantasy fight, maybe slightly more violent, takes place. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. And like, I think it's it's kind of good in that nothing like crazy over the top happens to resolve it. That it just gets to a point where it's like, oh, okay, like they held them off. They weren't. There wasn't a full army attacking, and they managed yeah. to last them out. Like John does some cool fight moves and. He does. That's, like, he's good with his sword. Yep, yep. He gets actually the shit beaten out of him by that giant uh, Then guy. Yeah, but he's he's resourceful. He spits blood in his face. <laughs> yep, a classic champion's move. The old blood spitting hammer to the head. Yeah. <laughs> See, you've been yeah. watching Conor McGregor. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, it just kind of slowly peters out. Yeah, basically. Ghost gets involved at some point, but John says after the battle is done, like... This wasn't the full attack. They were testing our defenses. They'll be back. Yep. So it does uh, also make sense that it hasn't been full on. So, yeah, the one thing that uh, does also happen towards the yes. end of the fight is uh, a certain little uh, lobby boy picks yes. up a bow and decides to get involved. So Egret yes, sees John. They're having, like, a standoff. She's pointing the bow at him, trying to decide whether to shoot him or not. Doesn't yep. look like she will. No, he gives her a little smile, and it's like, hey, maybe he things could be okay. Yeah, like, hey, what, you look hot with that bow. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's a weird weird thing to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bear, or am I just happy to see you? Oh, hello. But, uh, yeah, she gets uh, an arrow straight through the chest, mm. ends up, you know, dying in John's arms, and just before she goes, he's like... Don't worry, you're going to be all right, or something like that. And she's like, "Computer says no, John." <laughs> like, does a fucking catchphrase one more time, and I hated yep. that. Yeah, that was very lame. I it think was my lame problem the with first it time it was repeated, and it yes, lamer, lamer with each repetition. Completely, and it, she never repeated it like it was their little in joke. You know, like it was always <laughs> yes. like she was saying it for the first time to him. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just her being that catchphrase dispenser really made me go like, yeah, okay, get her out of there. <laughs> yeah, get her gone. She's like, it's this is a point of interest for John's character. Yeah, and I guess like only half that too, because at the end he's just like, I guess he's a little bit more like gruff and stoic now. Cool. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. what we need—a gruff, stoic man in the lead role of a. <laughs> fantasy show but uh yeah she she gone yep she she is full-on dead (laughs) yep yeah i don't know i don't know what it is i I guess because this episode is like a mainly action-focused one having seen it before and knowing that the stakes are low because of how the battle ends yeah it makes it a lot less interesting the second time to watch i think I yeah I, I tend to agree with that. I think it was interesting to watch uh, in an analytical way of looking at like what they were able to accomplish with the budget, um, what like beats they put into an episode that 
really only has one thing happen. Like uh, it's it it wasn't the most entertaining uh, episode on a purely like spectacular you know level. I think I I think I only really enjoyed it in a like oh what are they actually uh, managing to do here yeah sort of way. I think I did enjoy it and like felt tenser watching it and that sort of stuff the first time round too. Like oh yeah absolutely yeah totally. It's it, I also. And- I, I had the thought as I was watching, like, I didn't remember this episode. Like, I, I, I knew that Egret died, um, and I, I kind of remembered that moment, but, like, re-watching it from the start, I was like, I don't think this exists in my memory. Right. I, I do remember yeah. it, and I, I think it's cool to have this, like, one focused thing. I do like it when the show does that. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, it, it just—it's. I guess it's just you've seen it all before. Even if it's the Game of Thrones version of it, which is a little more violent, a little more kind of in your face with attitude. <laughs> yes, it still is a Lord of the Rings style fight. Yes, which everyone has seen before at least once. Yep, totally. Literally and- everyone. Literally every person uh, who's ever lived. Uh, I guess, it. yeah, it does the Game of Thrones thing where, like, multiple characters die. And sure, it's only, like, Pip and Gren and Egret's yeah. probably the big one. A bunch of people um, whose names, like, <laughs> sound like we've made them up. We've got the names <laughs> right for once, but if we just guessing Pip and Gren yeah. would be a very I mean, high likelihood. Pip literally is in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um... And- yeah. And yeah, Egret dying is like kind of major, but at the same time, she wasn't really in the picture that much anymore. And the idea of her and John having a reunion was, I don't know, never that on the table for me. Yep. I think that's, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's also the most formulaic uh, of the sort of major character deaths that I think has happened. Yeah. Like... It, this really is something that happens to generally a male protagonist to make him more focused or something. Totally. Like, they killed my woman. Now I'm going to go get him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Torment is captured. We uh, yes. forgot. Yeah, he's he he's swinging his sword around at the end. and He's like, I'll fight all of you. And they're like, dude, yeah. bear fucker, you will not <laughs> drop that sword. And they, yeah, they get him. Yep, they get him. Um, but that's basically it. That's that. That's the episode. Oh, you know what? I did like the sort of little sequence when they were in that tunnel underneath, Gren and all of them, and some of them are yeah. like freaking out, and the giant's charging at them. He's like, don't worry. This giant's just far away enough that we have enough time to <laughs> recite exactly our vows and no more time than that. He will be there in that amount of time. So I shouldn't have wasted this much time, to be honest. <laughs> But uh, I, I got to be clear with you guys. I don't remember how the vows start. So what are you yeah. going to have to kick things off? All right. How do, uh, what is a happy birthday? I don't know. Uh, I can't. Yeah. It, <laughs> there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that little um, bit was cool. And then they're all dead I, underneath as they leave. Yeah. I thought it was uh, it was very well directed. That little, little, little segment with the build up. Um, yeah. It was actually, yeah, it was, it was probably one of the things that really did get me uh, again watching it this this time in terms of like just that that thrill of of what it should be. I think. Yeah, yeah. Here, this this is a fight. That like this is a damn fight. The rotating long shot too. I'm always a sucker for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was cool. I did and that was that. good. The Avengers yeah. shot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, basically, John is leaving he says to sam like look i'm gonna go find mance and kill him he's the only thing keeping them all together and without him mm-hmm. hopefully we have a chance john, yep. sam's like that's a bad plan and john's like okay give me a better one didn't think so fuckhead <laughs> see you later yeah yeah and off he goes he leaves uh his sword with sam because he promised your moment that he uh he wouldn't lose it <laughs> yep so he's like so make sure i don't lose my sword I'm going to stop keeping track of where it is. <laughs> and give it to someone who is famously unreliable. <laughs> and that's it. Then he walks off into the uh, into the north with a really weird fade to white. Yeah. I actually think that uh, that p- bit 
with the the score as well was a little cheese ball. Agreed. It looked like he was walking into like a dream at the end of a mm. movie about him being a basketball coach or something. You know what I mean? Like that. Yep. 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 Totally. Yeah. It. It. I think it was the score specifically that got me that where it was like this is a ba- like what a parody would would do of. Bad fantasy films. Yeah. With Jon Snow's character especially being sort of wedged more and more into this pretty standard fantasy protagonist type of guy, the like, mm-hmm. uh, he was kind of had the, well, you know, all the stuff about Jon, but um, yeah. It, it's a fine episode. Yeah. The action is good and it serves a cool purpose. I think just. I think with something like this, just knowing the outcome makes it a lot less interesting. Yeah, absolutely, completely agreed. Because there's not much room for like the good acting and the and the interesting kind of intriguey bits and the good dialogue or whatever. When like swords don't have no dialogue. <laughs> no, I, they let their swords do the talking. I let my hips do the talking, and let me tell you, <laughs> they are truth tellers. The pair of them. <laughs> They are screaming out in pain. Isn't it weird that, like, your hip... It looks like your hips are just the one hip. I would always just call it a hip. Yeah, yeah. But the... you There's two. <laughs> you mean left and right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. But it's just, like, it kind of... <laughs> I think of it as just the one segment. Like the one bone? Yeah. Like a big hip bone. Like a pelvis totally. is well, one the thing the I leg guess. bone's connected to the hip bone, hmm. but it, and I guess you just got to sing the song twice for it to be accurate. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. I, there's, I it was honestly only a couple years ago that I learned that hips were multiple portions. Did you always skip the class in primary school with the big skeleton in the corner? Uh, I skipped to the class, had a terrible hip, and then because of all that skipping, and then had to have it replaced. So I do actually have one hip. Wow. Fused. One hip bone. <laughs> I guess I just never looked at that skeleton's hips. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't explain it. You were it. too embarrassed to look yeah. in the genital region. Oh my God, that guy's naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that explains it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's season four, episode nine, The Watchers on the Wall. Hey, hey, wait! If you'd looked at that uh, n- naked skeleton, you, it would have given you a bone, a bone. Like I said, that is <laughs> that episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening, first timers. Uh, this is where you depart us, unless you want to have the rest of the show spoiled for you, which, which you is may. what's going to happen if you keep listening. It's what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, so I, stop I, listening now. Are you talking to me? Pod at gmail dot com is an email you can send us things to if you like. Yes, and please do. Uh, we tend to get to them fairly regularly because there's uh, lots to talk about, um, we, especially with regards to the rest of the show because uh, we have a lot of listeners who have seen the whole show. Yeah. And f- uh, if you're not one of those, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. And if you are one of those, well, welcome, welcome to the sealed to section. A little section I like to call <laughs> sealed. <laughs> You can find out exactly how many hip bones there are here. Anything goes. (laughs) 17 ways to please your bear. I'm going to fuck a panda. (laughs) A little bit of that Asian persuasion. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Hey, I just found out a fun fact today. About pandas? Uh, Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. What? Uh, I found out that red pandas, you know red pandas. Oh, yeah. They're not actually pandas. No, I always suspected, but I never investigated. <laughs> you <laughs> but always you see trying to pull a Swifty one on you. They look more like a fox or something, like a tree fox. They are. That's exactly what they are. They're like is it really? Mixture, mi- yeah, a mixture of a fox and a squirrel, like somewhere in that region of mammals. Yeah, that's what they... Yeah, those little kind of like, you're almost a rat, but I'm all right with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, they're real cute. But I always assumed, stupidly, that they were actually a, a form of panda. Koala bear, here's a fun fact. The koala mm. bear, not actually mm. a koala. No. It's, no. Just, it's, 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 it's just a regular a bear. Gray, a grey bear. They're just all small bears. I yeah, guess. just small grey bears. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really have anything sealed section-y and spoilery to talk about this. Like, 
like we were saying before, everything's kind of just contained within the episode, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Um, I I guess it's fine to say this in this section, but I already watched next week's episode, and I think there's a shit ton more to talk about, um, even just for the normal uh, re- review section. Um, yeah. It's a really, really, yeah, much better episode in terms of plot, I guess. I, I do like the format of having the big battle be its own thing, so you can focus on it and build attention cinematically in that episode. Like, that is a necessary yeah. thing to do, but it only works the first time. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's there are other battles I'm looking forward to more, and I have to say, like, the Battle of Blackwater does have a significant amount of character development within it. Exactly. I think this might actually just be that it's, like, that nobody... I mean, Sam technically toughens up, but who gives a fuck? Absolutely, the least interesting, the least interesting character, or the most annoying character in the whole show, improving by one percent is not enough, and barely even improving. Just him kind of trying to convince himself that he's improving or something. It almost seems mm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess we because we know in the end as well, like it, this is not step one in a ten-step character arc that leaves him, you know. Uh, someone we actually like. <laughs> this is he really makes no progress over the whole show. Right, exactly. Um, um, yeah, so plot wise, there's not really much to talk about uh, or speculate about, or um, you know, uh, touch on in terms of future impact. Uh, why don't we answer some questions from some listeners instead? I would love to do that. All right. Um, there's a couple of big ones. Um, that people tend to ask and people tend to speculate a lot when when it comes to Game of Thrones. Uh, I reckon... Let's do this one from Brendan. He says, uh, Hi guys, initially when I first saw Bran walk into Hodor, I assumed it meant that he could control weak-minded people. So when the mountain died or became brain dead, I was hoping to see Bran take control of him, uh, which is interesting. However... Mm. Do you think he can only walk into Hodor because they have a connection from that vision thing with the time you know, thing, the weird thing. Um, if not, do you think maybe his abilities will grow and allow him to control something bigger like the dragons? That's the thing that I think people have ah. speculated about a lot is, uh, is Bran going to walk into the dragons? Yeah, well, like the mountain, no, because the mountain's dead. True, yeah, he's dead. Like, yes, yeah. The mountain, like, being the weird zombie thing he is, I'd say that you couldn't get in there because he's a plant. Yes. But, um... The I I think it's it looks likely that Bram will have like a neo point like a tipping point where he'll just suddenly see the fucking Game of Thrones Matrix and be able to do a whole bunch of shit and yeah. probably be some dumb like solution to a seemingly impossible problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll step sideways in time again or some you know. Yeah, exactly. He'll, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll he'll close a loop or. Yeah, I, I reckon that's probably the best call. But I also think he'll probably control a dragon. I, I don't know I why he, he needs to, though. Like, the dragon doesn't get extra powers if Bran is in it. But neither does Hodor. Like, Well, except Hodor. The <laughs> thing with Hodor is that Hodor was, like, a little more scared of... Like, he would never have picked that dude up and snapped his neck. Yes, that's true. He's not ag- as aggressive. Yeah, No, but if, suppose, if there was, like, a so. cowardly dragon... <laughs> then Bran could get inside of that, but the dragon's probably a fine as is. Bran would be better yeah. off controlling, like, a, you know, a little spider and biting, biting someone. Oh, but you know what? So, it one of the drag. We're in the sealed section, uh, are we not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the dragons has become a zombie dragon, so maybe he takes it back, like, from evil to good or something. Right. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because if he does the flip uh, magic switch, which it seems like that is the logical conclusion of where his stuff has been going, is that he becomes Mm -hmm. massively powerful. Yeah, yeah. Then he overtakes the Night King and becomes him or whatever. You know, there's a million different sort of him walking into something crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't really personally give a shit about him going into a dragon either so i kind of hope it doesn't happen because i I can imagine people going like whoa that's crazy and i'll be standing in a corner literally standing in the corner of a food court shouting it doesn't matter the dragon was still fine on its own it has the same skill set 
yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I think that it's going to happen. Uh, if I had to predict, I don't I don't think it necessarily will be good or bad. I do think that that's going to happen. It just seems like it will. Someone yeah. someone has asked us a question. I'm sure at some point of like, what are the things in terms of plot and, and action and, you know, events that we think need to happen before the show ends? Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's many. Like, I think, uh, honestly, the ones that need to happen are the ones that I cannot predict. You know, I want more surprises. Right. right. But, yeah, I think that's one of the ones that sort of like the general fan is like, yeah, Bran's got to walk into a dragon because that'd be cool. Out of those ones, I would say like... Jamie needs to be the one to deal with Cersei. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we've also, and I guess, sorry that I'm not reading these specific questions, but th- someone has asked a question which I thought was pretty good, was like, who is going to kill who? Like, what what makes the most sense? What's the most satisfying in terms of, mm. yeah, who's going to kill who? And, and Jamie killing Cersei is probably one of them. Yep. Uh, Jorah killing Daenerys. Like, I'm just looking for people who... <laughs> there should just be one episode where people who have, like, been loyal the whole time all decide, like, actually, they're crazy now. And <laughs> yeah. five of them happen at once. Yep. Ghost kills um, John. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's probably the main one in terms of, like, satisfying narrative conclusion. Jamie, yeah. Jamie, uh, uh, And, like, not satisfying in, like, a... Straight up, hell yeah! But you know, like, well, that's um, tough. You know that that has some emotional uh, impact. It's logical too. It makes sense for his character. Like he's done it before, where he's like, "I'm going to be called the Kingslayer forever," but this is the mm. right thing to do. Mm. Mm. He, True. We know he has that. So, like, it wouldn't it wouldn't seem weird for him to do it. I don't think. No, I yep, I, I completely agree with that. And like, like we're rewatching this show now, in, and we're at the end of season four. But we, you know, by the start of season eight, he has finally separated from Cersei, mm. um, and so it's not as crazy uh, as it might be for his character at this point in time. Agreed. Um, there is someone asked us to rate the seasons, but how about we save that uh, until we've done the last episode of the of this season? Yep. Um, or oh, uh, even of of season like seven. Sure. Well, they specifically asked us to rank them up to season four, I guess, because that's where we're at. Yeah, um, right. Well, we can do that next week for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what? No, fuck it. I'm going to do it now. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's. I think that it might be three, just one, four, two. One, two, three, four. In terms of best to worst. Uh yeah. 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 Right. That's, I, don't, I, think I that's... don't know why I said three is first. There was something about three that I think... It, well, it all just had... started kicking off. Yeah. It had Jamie and Brienne, I think. It the had Red Wedding. Good... That was three. Was was that the start of three? It was the end of three. Was it? Was that not yeah. season two? I think it was okay. towards the end of season three. God, I'm bad at this shit, though. I could be... No, because Blackwater <laughs> was at the end of season two. Um... And so, yeah, sure. Red Wedding would have been towards the end of season three. That was that was okay. the sort of big thing that happened that we couldn't remember before. Yeah, okay. Maybe then... No, I, I, I stand by it. I, I, it's, it's one, two, three, four for me. Uh, yeah, but mm, I'll, I'll see how I feel as we, as we continue watching. I tend to continue to rate it that way. <laughs> I think I go six best... And then the others, five probably at the bottom. Uh, seven, mm-hmm. seven's down there too. Ooh, and then yeah, the others all kind of hovering there. around the middle. Yeah, yeah. But six I um, really liked. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember six getting me back into the show. Five was where I wavered on even liking the show. And six definitely got me back into it. So yeah. I must have liked it a lot. Um I let's do this question from Jack, uh, and then we can close off the episode. Jack uh, says, "Hey, it's Jack." So, um, thank Whoa. you, Jack. Hold on, is this Jack <laughs> that we're talking but, uh, to here? I, is this from Jack? Let me just let me just reread the start. Hey, it's Jack. Yeah, I think this is from Jack. Okay. Um, hey, Jason. Uh, and he he's, he says uh, he's from the states, which states he does not say. <laughs> <laughs> Gaseous. Uh, he could be from the United States of whatever. 
Uh, it could be anywhere. Um, and he says, he finally finished the show last night. Thanks to you guys for getting me back into it after I failed to watch after season one. Um, which is interesting. If you've only watched season one and then within the past six months were like, all right, two to six it is. Yeah. Uh, or two to seven it is. Yeah. Um, his question is, have you noticed any plot holes in the show? Uh, like around where we're at now or any that we know are coming up in the future? Um, I was wondering if Arya being chased down the streets um, by the, the house of black and white short-haired mean lady um, and getting stabbed and then still managing to run away, like um, the speed at which characters like Varys and Arya can travel. Um, you know, the, the I remember people referring to something that the characters were doing in, I think, season seven as jetpacking. Um, yeah, I think I never really kind of got on with that. In like, terms of caring about it? Yeah, I think it was yeah. just... I, I, the timescale of the show is moving ahead or whatever, you know. Yeah, I, the in a show like this, or a movie... Or movies, actually, I think is probably I, I care more about because it's like you have a set two-hour story, just figure out your geography. But in, in a show like this, where, if I'm honest, I don't have the geography of this world... Memorized. Yeah, you're not I... flipping back to that first page of the book where there's a map. No, no, totally. Um, I don't. I don't care about that. I also don't care about the Arya thing, where it's like she got stabbed in the stomach and then all of a sudden she got up and ran away. That like, did I, bother I... me a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just because, it, like, it didn't need to happen. I think sure. that's the only thing that bothers me. Like the, it's not so much the idea of. Uh, it being like being pedantic about it, it's more just like, well, you didn't need to have her actually get heaps stabbed or like stabbed a lot in the stomach, or there's ways around that that would have made no one question it. And I don't sure. understand why you didn't do it that way to have the same effect. I know the one big, genuine, I think, plot hole, and I guess it kind of does relate to geography, but it was in season seven when the mountain Jamie- is actually a human being. <laughs> yeah, well, they keep calling him the mountain for. <laughs> He's made of flesh and blood. Um, uh, you guys have never seen a mountain before. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy's. Look at him. He's got arms. Don't don't let me don't don't get me started on the hound. That guy. <laughs> he's not a dog at all. I tried to give him a treat the other day, and he didn't even. He wasn't even looking at it. He didn't bark. He just talked. <laughs> um. When Jamie runs, uh, runs and jumps, oh, fucking, what does he do? He pushes someone out of the way of the dragon. Oh, uh, right? he he charges at the dragon, and then uh, I oh, think... and then Bron Bron pushes him out of the way. Yeah, that's right. And then they land in the river, and Jamie, wearing full armor, sinks to the bottom of the river. And the next episode, he's just sitting on a riverbank, yeah, totally fine, nowhere near the battle either. Yeah. Like that, that I think was like, oh, you fucking. You, we, you ended on a cliffhanger, and then you just went like, actually, there was no cliff at all. You Do you know what's crazy as well? That's, cliff. that's the same sort of setup where, like, if they'd have had one more shot of Bron taking off Jamie's armor and dragging him mm. through the river, yeah. then cool, done. I believe that. Totally, absolutely. A, a shot of Bron, like, lifeguard style, you know, putting his arms under Jamie's shoulders and. And swimming on, swimming away, backstroke down the river, like just yeah. anything, anything to 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 let the audience know, like, hey, this isn't a trick. Um, oh, I did notice that um, in episode two F O nine, when Itchy plays Scratchy's skeleton, like a uh, like a xylophone, he's trying mm-hmm. to same rib uh, in succession, uh, yes. yet. He produces two clearly different tones, and I mean, what are we to what are we to believe that this is a magic xylophone or something? I mean, <laughs> boy, I, I, I really hope someone got fired for that blunder. Could you tell I was reading that off IMDb? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would have believed that you had got that memorized. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think those are the only ones I can think of that actually bothered me. Um, yeah, they did start happening a bit more. Like the only time that that um, teleporting thing bothered me is when Daenerys showed up right at the exact moment when they were in the ice, all stuck. Yeah, true. Actually, there was a, a few things in that particular episode, like how quickly or slowly the ice refroze. A, a few other things where it's like 
It's it's like if the episode we just watched had had a bunch of weird logical flaws. It's like, yeah. this takes place in one location over one night. Just get it right, sort of sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, I'm not I'm not as um, uh, what's the word that you used before? Um, nitpicky or particular sure. about you know, um, time jumps and geography jumps. And like otherwise, this show has been pretty tight plot wise. That's been yeah. why it's so good. Yeah. Uh, um, I agree. Cool. Uh, I think we should finish the episode. Do you agree with that? No, let's go forever. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, no, thank you to. for thank you for sending in your questions. Uh, sealed section people. I don't know what you called. Um, Ooh, uh, one of them's called Jack. I know that much. Ah, uh, yes, Jack from the states. Um. Oh, and the other one was Brendan. Ah. So Hello, uh, Brendan. thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Brendan. Uh, how are you guys? Doing a good. <laughs> you doing good? <laughs> let, hey. let us know. Could you tell I was reading off of IMDb before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let us know that as well. Um, also, what month do you think my birthday's in? <laughs> Send in your guesses now. Uh, we have uh, a bunch of questions in uh, in in the inbox to go through, uh, and we'll keep answering them as uh, the weeks go on. Next week, we'll be doing Season 4, Episode 10, the finale. As I said, I've already watched it. I enjoyed it. Looking forward to talking about that one. And then, yeah, it's bang into Season 5. So we'll see you next fucking week. <laughs> yeah, very cool swear, Sam. Thanks, mate. I get used to it. Mother fun. I mean, motherfucker. I'm so used to the not swearing. (laughs) Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.